You are now listening to Ride With Me, the Flat Tyranny Podcast. Welcome to Ride With Me, episode 36. Today is January 30th, 2021. Today on the podcast, I got Mr. Officer Ricky. Hey, everyone. How's it going? I have him on a uh, video chat thing on an iPad that I had at the house the entire time that I could have been using since day one. Yeah, you know, I kind of... I kind of miss being there. I like the setting. You know, I like when you, and also like that you provide beer. So that I do like. The refrigerator is full of beer, bro. No joke. I got to, I got to get this shit. I need somebody to drink this stuff, man. I, and it's mainly seltzers, dude. I have like all kinds of brands of seltzers, different flavors, different companies. And I, yeah, I need this stuff to be. Yeah. Uh, see, you know, I got it's me. You know, I got a, I got a TV in yeah. the garage. I got the seltzers. I got, and then no one to freaking enjoy them with. Right now, I'm watching see, yeah, freaking see, the Avengers. Me, I got just nothing but like Gatorade and waters in my fridge. That's about it. I got no, I got no alcohol, man, in my fridge. That's why I like going to your house because you got it all. Yeah, and freaking uh, <laughs> at the house, and you know me, dude. I freaking at the house, all we have has been has been mainly water, dude. You know how many times I get up in the middle of the night to go to the restroom because I have to pee or I have the urge to pee, and it's like. Yeah. The last time I had a cup of water was like at three in the afternoon. Why am I freaking peeing at three in the morning? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's just that body routine. It's like literally the routine, no, no the body joke. Has, it's like it's a good time. No, no joke. It's like every like like at two in the morning, forty five minutes later I have to go again. Forty five minutes later I have to go again. I'm like I normally wake up. My alarm doesn't even wake me up to go to work. Uh oh. But we've been drinking. He's um, still developing. We've been drinking a lot of that, a lot of that water. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to lose a little bit more weight. Uh, I think for 2020, I lost 30 pounds, so I want to see if I can lose another 30 in 2021. Oh yeah. But um, like you heard me. We'll talk about the. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, first of all, let's start off with, uh, you know, last week's COVID rant. Um, what were that your was a good one? <laughs> how were your no I, I like i said there's like when i have no one to talk to and no one's here i'll just start talking and then something triggers my attitude and i get fucking pissed dude your emotions <laughs> my emotions i got a phone call from a family member i got messages on facebook hey that's a good one i got messages on instagram hey that was a good one i'm like do you guys want me to rant more often because i can so speaking from the heart, you can't. Hey, it's not. You can't go wrong. So I'm gonna rant today, but I'm gonna have Officer Ricky, the law, to kind of control <laughs> me. You know, what I mean, that's why. I'm, this is what we're doing here. <laughs> Officer Ricky's here to control you. me. But first of all, I do want to say thank you for what you did while I was while I had COVID, and going out of your way to you know the hospital and picking up my medication. I, I, I like I said, dude. I did. I feel. I felt bad when you couldn't come in. The, the house i'm like no you got you know you gotta go dude you, you can't come in <laughs> yeah felt- no it's, yeah dude like i said man anytime dude i i mean you know as you know betty had it you and you're pretty sure letting the kids had it you know so i was like you know what if we're going to hospital you know i might as well go i'm i'm not too far from you guys so i was like yeah I had no problem doing that at all when you went to go the funny thing when you told me to first see if i can go find the zinc um i oh, didn't even know yes much okay of that. And, real, real quick yeah so we heard i heard that we needed to take zinc so i asked this guy if he can go find some zinc for us and uh you know one of my sister-in-law who works for uh nature made she literally lectured my wife and she's like she told her i told you i told you i've offered you guys this stuff from the beginning of this pandemic and you guys turned me down so how was that goose chase buddy yeah, so I went to like two or three, I can't remember now, I think it was two CVSs, and I think on the second one, the dude pretty much laughed at me and said, we haven't had zinc forever, like, the manufacturers are, are back-ordered, like, we're not going to see zinc for a few months, and he goes, if you want, you can call those CVSs or other um, like pharmacy stores, but like no one's going to have it, and I was like, oh, okay, did <laughs> I not felt, know that, I felt, that was a big thing. I felt bad, because I'm like, damn, this guy's on a wild goose chase <laughs> looking for zinc. <laughs> I'm sure he can find a so needle in a haystack faster than he can find zinc. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I was. That's what I found out that day. So I was like, okay, well, that's not happening. Yeah, 
And then, and then, so then you ended up going to the hospital and you send me, you call me like, dude, this place is closed. I'm like, what are you talking about? The pharmacy is 24 hours. So I literally had yep. to freaking FaceTime you. Yeah, we FaceTime And yeah. walked you around the, the building. Yeah, I guess I was on the wrong side. So when I was there, I saw the doors, everything's dark. I'm like, the hell? And then there was only a sign, but it didn't say pharmacy. It just said like the hours of operation. Yeah. And it said, I forgot what time it was closed. I'm like, dude, this thing says it's closed. No one's coming out. I'm like, what the hell? So I call Andy. Hey, man, are you, you sure you sent me to the right spot? Because this place is closed, dude. The, the, so once... the beautiful, the beautiful thing about the instructions of that place is like, do you see the Starbucks? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, which, which side of the fountain are you on? I'm on this side. Okay, no, you're on the wrong side of the fountain. Go by. You see the Starbucks? Go to that one. Yeah, oh, go. Right. To, start walking towards that Starbucks. Okay, once you get to the Starbucks. You see that then so every time you saw something, I pointed you to a different item or different building or okay. Yeah, so a little landmark here. You see you saw the fountain, right? Okay. Go left. You see the Starbucks? Yes. When you get to the Starbucks, look to your left and you're gonna see like this tent. Go towards tent. that tent. Yeah. Once you get to that tent, go past the tent. Once you pass the tent, you're gonna look to your left again and there's gonna be two doors that lead you into the hospital. <laughs> Yeah, but then I got on the second goose chase because when I got in, um, I walked up, you know, waited in a big ass line. wasn't that bad. Actually, the, the line wasn't that bad. Um, got um, went to the top, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you have to register the medication, though." I'm like, "Uh, what? What's that?" <clears throat> like, "Oh, you have to register it. I'll register it for you." It was gonna take probably about like an hour to two hours because of like you know. A lot of people are waiting for the medicine to get registered so they can um, pick it up. So it's going to take about an hour, two hours. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, damn. I'm like, all right, well, let's register. So that shit's, you know, in my head, I'm like thinking, all right, let's register it. So if I don't get it today, at least I'll come back tomorrow and that shit will be ready. So that's when I call Andy and I'm like, hey, man, this is take an hour, two hours. Do you know what? And well, I got to wait in line again. What was funny was the fact that they, they told, they're the ones that called me. The hospital called me and they're the ones that said, hey, we um have your medication ready. You just got to send somebody to come pick it up for you because yeah. uh you have COVID and you can't come by. When I sent you over there, the the medication should have been done and ready to go. All all you had to do was pick it up. I don't know. I think she was misinformed because literally, I think right when I got home, I think you sent me the message saying, "Oh, like that you got the message right saying, oh hey, the order is ready." Yeah. And I was like. I think literally, I think, I think literally two minutes after you drove off from the hospital, I got the text message that said, "Hey, your medication's ready to go." You're like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, so, I'll pick it up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, exactly. So I was just like, oh, "I'll just get that shit tomorrow then," because like I said, when the lady told me, I think she was probably just misinformed. Um, so that's why I was like, "Ah, I'll I'll just pick it up tomorrow, so, man." Because. How were the symptoms for you? I think I already said mine. I think I forgot one. I think the, the one last symptom I forgot to mention was the last couple of days, I felt like I was, I had a hangover. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, all right. No, I didn't. That's how I that. felt, dude. Like, I like I, I yeah. knew I was getting better because I, I didn't have, like, the chills anymore. I didn't have the body aches. But I just felt hungover. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how were the symptoms for you? Mine? So mine were a little different. So Betty got it on the twenty eighth. Christmas was what twenty? Was that a Saturday? It was the twenty ninth when she sent the text message that I wasn't very happy with. Oh, twenty. Okay, so she got on twenty ninth. So four to five days. About is like how long it takes for like you to get sick. It's not like boom the next day you get it from the doctors I was talking to. They said like usually. Like three to five days, is like the window. Well, yeah, window yeah it, it, three to it. three to five days because I, so obviously, you know, family, the wife and the kids went and hung out with mm-hmm. some family members on the twenty on the, on, on Christmas Day, which was the twenty fifth. I started feeling yeah. a scratchy throat Monday, so this was Friday. The the the, the get together was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday night. So we're talking three days later, mm-hmm. literally to the T. I started getting a scratchy throat, and I just it just felt like a hair in my throat. I was trying to yeah, cough yeah, it yeah. out, but then the next morning I woke up with the the same thing, and then and then a scratchy, uh, runny nose. 
I, I got to stop watching yeah. the Avengers, bro. I got to turn this TV off because I get distracted. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, and uh, but it was um, like I said, that's when that's when I I, I, I started, like I said, Tuesday the 29th is when I started getting the symptoms and shit. And then I even walked into one of my liquor stores and, you know, hey, what's up, buddy? I'm going to get an orange juice. And even he was like, you feeling sick? I'm like, ah, runny nose, but no big deal. No joke. Yeah. 30 minutes yeah. later, you know, Betty sends out that text message. You're joking, right? You're joking. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Because no joke is like, this is not what I want to hear right oh, yeah, now. Of course. Yeah. But yeah. It, it is what it is, dude. I mean, I was upset. I did lose some money at work. Um, but the beautiful thing is we survived it. Kids survived it. The wife survived it. You, Betty had it. She survived it. You survived it. So, yeah. but what were, what were the symptoms for you? So, for me, um, <clears throat> I'm Sounds like positive. you still have it, bro. I'm glad I'm doing this on a video huh? chat. <laughs> nah. You know what's funny is that my cough came on, like, late, late. The last two days of, um, of my quarantine, um, all of a sudden, the cough came on hard. And I called my work, like, how you feeling? I'm like, I feel fine, but, you know, I got this. The cough came on late. I got this pretty bad cough right now. And they're like, you know what? Take an extra day then. I'm like, or yeah, take an extra day because after that, I have two days off on my regular schedule. So you'll have three days extra. I'm like, all right. So I did that. Um, it comes and goes right now. Well, on, cold. at work, uh, every morning we had to take a survey. It's literally right after you clock in. It, the survey we take the survey and it says, "Did you were you near somebody who tested positive?" And technically, I I wasn't because I didn't go to the Christmas gathering. I stayed home. So, so the answer is no. Then the second question was obviously if I left the country. The answer is no. Third question was, do you have like symptoms like whatever blah blah blah? And here's where I'm like, well, how am I supposed to determine? whether I have COVID or just a runny nose. Yeah. I can't tell. Yeah. So I put no. And then the fourth question, I think it goes more into D. De- oh no. One of them is about a fever. The fourth question is more into de- like more into details, you know, diarrhea, uh, runny nose, coffee, coughing or whatever. And I put, again, I put no. And so mm-hmm. that morning after, you know, we get the text message that home grows positive. Then I call my boss, and that's what my boss is. But you put on your survey, yet no to stuff. I'm like, how am I supposed to determine whether I have COVID or I have just a runny nose? I go out from a warm house into the cold air to my warm car to then get out of my warm car to go into a cooler that's 40, 37 degrees. Mm-hmm. You know, remember, yeah. we went to yeah. Big Bear back in October. I'm the only one in mm-hmm. tank top and shorts because I feel fine. Yeah, you guys are all freezing. cold. Yeah, Because I'm, I'm used to it. How am I supposed to, you know, and he kind of like, you know, kind of like try to lecture me about that. But then when I prove my point, you know, he kind of like, well, you're right. Because I wake up with body aches doesn't mean that it's it's COVID. It's just my age. I'm like, exactly. So that when I went back to work, this time I put, yes, I have a runny nose. 30 minutes later, I get a call from my bo- the, a different boss. And they're like, hey, are you at work today? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, what's what's going on? It's, oh, because you answered yes to one of the questions. And it says if you answer yes to one of the questions to stay home. And I was like, well, I answered yes because I, I just have a light runny nose. And I, I spoke to the other boss and he was like, well, you were clear to come back. So, I mean, you're you're good to go. You can. Um, and he's like, all right, cool. Cool. I just said, I don't want to put no to my questions and then get in trouble later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I was the same thing. Like, and it's funny to like clarify, right? Like, um, the only reason why I, I'm one of those people like, oh, you know, I want to get COVID was because, like you said, like I, no matter what, I got paid, and I know I'm a pretty healthy individual. Not to be like try try to be too naive, but also it was more like on the back end, like, um, when this stuff was pretty brand new back in March, I worked the LA Marathon, and literally the next day or a few days after the LA marathon sick i was sick fever you know bad cough for two weeks the bot literally almost the same thing except for like the smell like it was like a full on flu that i had yeah and and my head i was like okay well i mean i don't know 
how to di- differentiate. I didn't go get tested. And at work, they were just like, hey, well, you have to stay home. Like, that's it. Like, there was no using, there's no federal program going on yet. So I had to use like seven days of my own sick days. So I burned up seven sick days of my own time. And literally, like, I think two or three weeks later, they didn't come out with like this federal program where, you know, it's you get paid if you're off and everything. You don't, you don't have to use your own sick time pretty much. Your sick time gets, you save your sick time still. So I was like, oh, man, dude, that's my – I could have saved those seven days. So in my head, I'm like, dang, I felt cheated, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, I felt cheated. <clears throat> so uh, that's why I was like, oh, man, I want – pretty much I want my seven days back. I want my seven days back. And So, so you purposely wanted COVID. <clears throat> yeah. So let me do like I said, just for selfish reasons, more like, hey, man, I, I was sick for – I had to use seven days of my own time. You know, I want – you know, I felt like I had to get something back. So <clears throat> when I got it this time – it was a completely different experience. Um, in the beginning, it was not. I had nothing. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just asymptomatic. Then, I mean, maybe that first time I had it was COVID, and now it's not going to be that bad. Yeah. Well, I was wrong. Um, the first night was chill. Second night is like the chills. I'm sorry, the the chills and the fever came on. Uh, it's like I think my fever was like 101. Um, but I, it was cold around that time. And you know me, I'm always cold. Yeah. So I had layers on, I had thermals on, socks, covers on, and because I had the chills, so I was, you know, <clears throat> I felt I felt warm. I mean, I felt cold. I was trying to warm up, but then all of a sudden it went from cold to hot quick, and my body felt like I was just burning up. And so then, um, like the weirdest thing happened. The weirdest thing. Like, my whole body just felt like it was boiling. So then I started, <clears throat> no joke, and I felt like it was to the point to where I actually felt not like nauseous. Yeah. That's yeah. how hot my body was feeling. Yeah. I felt nauseous. I'm like, oh, I don't want to throw, I'm not going to throw up. Yep. So then I took off my socks because I know that's where, like, your body, you know, expels heat it's from, like, your feet. I took off my sock, and it's almost like I felt instantly better. I took off my sweater. I took, I just took everything off. Dude. And were... I started feeling instantly better. There was this, uh. I think like twice where I was hungry, but I didn't want to eat because mm-hmm. just watching the boys eat an apple, like I wanted to throw up, but there's nothing in my system to mm-hmm. throw up. So I don't, I don't throw up. So I just went to go lay in bed. So the, uh, laying in bed all day and not eating anything brings me to my next topic is weight loss. I lost five oh, pounds. It was great. I lost five pounds I lost that 13. day during COVID. So I, I if you want to lose yeah. some weight, you got to get COVID. That's get what COVID. I'm hearing. Get COVID. It's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, if you can stand the body aches, the chills, the body pain, the fevers, diarrhea, loss of ten, uh, smell and taste, 13 pounds will come off quickly, though. I went to uh, survive those. They're good. After work, I went to go get a haircut. And uh, the lady tells me, because she hasn't seen me in a, in a minute, she goes, hey, you're losing weight. And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to. She was like, you know what I say? If you want to lose weight, you got to lose COVID. You have to have COVID. And I'm like, well, uh, we had COVID. That's oh, no. exactly what it was. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. We had COVID. But obviously, we survived it. And uh, here we are now getting haircuts. And uh, I ended up, like I said, I ended up losing uh, five pounds that one day. And then, but once COVID was over, we started on that um, protein that you you introduced us to, and yeah. uh, and that it's been it's pretty good, dude. I mean, I like it. Um, today's dinner was that protein shake. Uh, in the morning, I wake up, take the the powder um, passion drink with the with some, yeah. with the alkaline, and then for lunch, I come home and have a salad or something with heavy protein chicken heavy chicken mm-hmm. on the salad or whatever whatever leftovers yeah, yeah. left behind and then uh for uh uh i come home from i come home from work about what two thirty three. i'll have another passion and then for dinner today i had just another milk one of those one of those shakes uh, yes i mean i liked it a lot yeah i took it back in like 2015 2016 around that time and it did really work for it worked really well for me and that's kind of like when um I kind of like stuck with it for a minute and then I stopped and then I ran across a buddy that um, that's what he does. He sells it. And 
when you told me, I'm like, dude, why don't I do that again? Like, that thing was so awesome the, you know, the first time I did it. And my grandma, so I'm like, you know what? It's a health product. It's not going to do any damage to me when I'm about to, you know, when I'm about to get COVID. If I can potentially get COVID, might as well try to boost my body to, you know, something. So yeah. I'm like, let me try it. And that's when I was like, you know what? Let me see if uh, let me offer it to Andy Letty, see if maybe they want to try it out. Yeah, I uh, I was I think two fifty seven at the beginning of the year. Like I said, it was two eighty five last year, and all year I lost thirty. I was stuck between two fifty five, two fifty seven, two fifty nine, two fifty five, black back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And the lowest I was was like two fifty two. So now with doing this, I, like I said, after COVID, we started, we got into it, like really got into it because I was taking medication from so many different medications that I didn't want yeah. to mix everything around. That now I, you know, what are we having for dinner today? I'm like, I'm having my shake because tomorrow morning I better wait to 49. Because if I have not, <laughs> I was like, I have not seen that four in my weight in eight years. And my kids are like, Dad, don't over exaggerate, Dad. You're over exaggerating. And then, you know, but the wife's like, no, he used to work out. He used to go to the gym after work. And back then I gained 40 pounds working for this company in like three months, you know, Man. Now, you said, but you said that's from like the, the boss is taking you out to eat all the time. Yeah, right? exactly. We, we freaking yeah, eat yeah. like Kings in this company. And, um, <laughs> they're like, dad, don't over exaggerate. Don't over exaggerate. I'm like, no, it's the truth. So I want to see that for my goal is to see, to be in the forties mark before February. So that hopefully yeah. in February, before I hit March, I plan on being in the 30s. So I'm so gonna hit the right, 220 right. mark. So and you once... try to go. For, you're so so you're really going for that 30 then. Oh yeah. No, too, I want to weigh anywhere from right. 220 to 229. And when I get to 229, 220, 229, I'm having a whole pizza to myself. I'm not sharing. That's I've had pizza already, but I'm not sharing. <laughs> it's mine. All right. It's mine. We're talking deep Damn. dish, five meats. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do deep dish. That's all you, man. I can't. It's just too much bread for me. I can't do it. I'll do a whole thin crust, but no, nah, I can't. I'll do gain. Dish, I'll gain. My goal is to whenever I, I, I feel that once <laughs> I get to that 220, I, I can eat whatever the hell I want and then drop it again. And then it, and it splurge. As long as it doesn't pass 229, as long as it never hits the 230 mark again, we're good. Hey, it comes in waves. It comes in waves. You, yeah. You know, you go up, you come back down. Hey, it's, it's the way of life. So, yeah, no, but it's, it's good stuff, man. Yeah. I like it. Now on to the topic of, of choice. I was going to go, oh, yeah. ra- go on a <laughs> rant today because uh, <clears throat> obviously I didn't go uh, – I wasn't going to go like, like, like I said, for some reason, my rants are the ones that get more listeners. So, uh, <laughs> I was going to get up this tomorrow more uh, today and, uh, just fucking talk about a situation that happened yesterday. And, um, and it bothers me. It bothers right. me. And, and, and I, I think I want to, I want to send a message, uh, not a message. Well, I, you know me, like try to end up, try to end the podcast with something that I can teach someone and they can learn something. Or if they can take it and tell me to fuck off, or they can take it and say fuck, he's right. Um, yeah, all right. You you know me, man. I'll do whatever it takes for my kids. Whatever it mm-hmm. takes. Yeah, I will. Yep. To the extreme, kiss someone's ass if I have to to make it happen. You yeah, know. Yeah. Lately, the mother of my kids and I have been getting along. The something that I've been wanting for the past ten years. Yeah, you know, just peace. Um, you know, they she she has been very nasty. She's been nasty to my wife. She's been nasty to you know comments that she's made about us to the kids and stuff like that. All that has been put to the side, and 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 been squashed. So it's in the past. It's gone. So the uh, like there was times where the kids. You know, hey, we want to see our cousins. So here I am reaching out to, you know, the grandma and the, the sister and saying, hey, you know what? Um, we're in town. You know, the kids would, would like to come and visit with your cousin, with the cousins. Can they, you know, can they come by? Can we drop them off for a little bit, a couple hours? And they would say, yeah, no problem. Actually, and, and at one point, they actually, we dropped them off at the park one time and they were like, yeah, you know. Well, why don't you and your wife stay stay too? I'm like, well, this is 
kind of uncomfortable, you know. It's like you know you you guys are the you guys are the enemy's family. I, yeah. I can't stick around here. Well, no, no, no. Uh-huh. That's fine. Stick around. You know, we're just gonna have cake and whatever. Blah blah. This is before pandemic. This is a couple of years back. I think this is mm-hmm. like maybe I'm gonna say two years after I had custody of the kids, and uh, and they they've seen the difference of the kids, like how they dress, how they they act, because. People at where I used to work at Walmart on the walkie-talkie would say, "Hey, you know your monsters are here." You know that was the yeah. That's what they classified my kids at because they were pains in the ass, and yeah. um, so you know they see they saw the difference where even the uh, even you know the this my ex mother in law and my ex sister in law were like, "Dude, these kids are better off with you." That comment was made by them. Yeah, and yeah. uh it's just funny that when baby's mama's back in the picture it's just two faces i i i freaking hate two faces i hate hypocrites it pisses me off um it's just i can't stand it bro i i, I can't fucking stand it so i even told yeah, the wife yeah. don't open up too much <laughs> that just they're just you know the thing about my wife is that she gives people the benefit of the doubt and she opens up and then it bites us in the ass so Again, one day they invited us over to the house to have something together for Layla's birthday. So, and again, baby's mom was not in the picture. She's living in Oregon, or for some some reason, she took off. So, okay, cool, whatever. So we interacted with them and with the kids and the the cousins and you know, like the way it should be. So now it's uh, I guess different. It's uh, the my son's gonna his birthday's next Saturday. I don't even know if I'm gonna post a podcast. But his birthday's next Saturday. He turns uh he turns twelve. And Mijo, what do you want for your birthday? All I want for my birthday is for my cousin to come over. Okay. I mean, I don't talk to his mom, you know, because they don't talk to us. When mm-hmm. baby's mom when maybe mama's back in the picture, they don't talk to us. We're the assholes. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So they don't um, I, I i can try to reach out i mean because th- th- there i go doing whatever it takes for my kids i can try to reach yeah. out i'll see yeah. what i can do so i you know now that baby mama and i are getting along hey i, I kind of hit her up hey um i think your sister still has me blocked on facebook from a while back and uh all julian wants for his birthday is for his cousin to come over and uh and she was like, I mean, if you, if you want to be Julian's hero right now, you know, do what you can do. That's your sister. Do what you can do. I can't get a hold of yeah. her. So, mm-hmm. all right, cool. No problem. She calls her sister and her sister's like, what? You're going to let your kids go and go to Andy's house? Like, yeah, we're cool. Everything's cool. We're peaceful. We're, we're going along. I mean, I chit chatted with his wife for a little bit. She's cool. I mean the f- I thought I heard noises in my freaking garage bro and I was freaking out earlier looking back <laughs> I kept on looking back right now her printer just went off <laughs> yeah I heard something but is that what it was all I, right that <clears throat> I turned earlier when you were talking I was looking behind my back I'm like what the hell's going on uh-huh. it's a freaking printer that went off right now I was like oh yeah to- I just heard but I thought it was a train time to go I'm out. Uh, I probably hear grandpa scaring the shit out of me. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Anyways. So we're talking about the same sister that told us that the kids were better off with me. Mm-hmm. Same sister. Well, you're going to let your kids? Now, we're talking about her other kids that she had after I, I moved out. Uh-huh. You're going to let don't, your, your, your kids go to his house? What's the problem? Well, that seems kind of weird, don't you think? Like, maybe his mom's like, "But we're getting along. Isn't that what you guys wanted? We've been we've been getting along. They, they're. I mean, Andy's hasn't he's been there for his kids, and his wife is okay. And what what's the problem? Well, I don't I don't feel comfortable with my kids going over there. Are you serious? Like, what? Hmm. Okay. So I guess she finally convinced her. I guess she finally convinced her to, you know, to let the kid come over. And, you know, she she was like, yeah, 
fuck it, why not? Yeah, okay, cool. So the plan is this, and we'll do this, blah blah blah. It was set in stone. So then she agreed at first. She agreed, she agreed right now. She agreed. Okay, okay, okay. But the events, that, but what happened yesterday? So I, you know, hit up the mother of my kids. Hey, again. You know, the kids are very excited. I hear them playing on Among Us or Roblox and they're talking to each other and they're very excited and they're making plans and they're kind of having questions. And I had to like, hey, hey, let us adults deal with that. Don't worry about it. Us adults can figure out how we're going to go pick you up, where we're going to meet, how you're going to get here. Don't worry about it. You guys just Mm -hmm. make plans and get ready to have a good time. Yeah. I get word that that's not happening. That's not happening. What's not? The child is not coming to my house because uh, Jojo's cousin. Yeah, Julian's cousin, Jojo's oh. cousin, the boy's cousin uh-huh. is not come. It's not allowed to come over to my house because whenever they asked me for the boys to spend a night, I never allowed them to spend a night. So now it's a fucking game. It's a game. I'm like, wait a minute. First, you guys were okay with the kids. You know, agreeing to the fact that the kids are better off with me, but now you have a problem. Now you're saying that you guys have asked me in the past for the kids to go, for my boys to go spend the night, and I never allowed them to. That's the reason why the boys, your JoJo's cousin, can't come spend the night. Is that what I'm mm-hmm. hearing? Uh, that's what she said. Bullshit. I call bullshit. She has never, ever asked for the boys to go spend the night at their house. Not once in the past, what, how long have I had custody of the kids? 13? So not nowhere in the past seven years have they ever asked me for the kids to spend the night. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it kind of annoys me that if you have a problem with the adults, why are you taking it out on the kids? That's my rant right there. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, why so I are get you, you taking it out on the kids? Yeah, and that's the unfortunate part that I kind of come across in my line of work for some reason. Um, the parents or people in general want to kind of get back at the person, like you said, by taking it out on the kids. But little do they realize that the only people that are really losing and suffering in this are the kids. Yep. They're the only ones that take the L in all this. Because you're still going to go about your day and do your thing. But the only person that's going to be really hurt is JoJo. Yeah. So this conversation with the mother of my kids happened yesterday right before my lunch. So you, you know me. I, I come home for lunch. I'm lucky, fortunate to be able to work on my route, live on my route. So I come home for lunch. And um, I had to tell him. And I, I told the mother of my kids. I want to be honest with him. I'm not going to lie to him. I'm not going to sugarcoat things. I'm not going to beat around the bush. And I'm going to tell him, hey, you know, well, your aunt said that your cousin can't come over. And I told him the truth because I never allowed you guys to spend a night at their house. And even he was like, when did they ask? But the moment I told him that his cousin wasn't going to come over, I can see his face. His eyes watered up and he he, he wanted to cry. He wanted to cry. And that's what I told, like, like I told my wife, I'm like, and I told the mother of my kids, what's going to happen is all they're going to manage to do is have these kids hate the adults. These mm-hmm. kids are going to, that, that kid one day will grow up and realize, wait a minute, so my mom was the one that was lying to me or the, my mom was the one? Coming from experience because that's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. When, when uh, I don't know if I already said the story about my grandma, but when you're told something from your mom, you believe that person because that person is your mom, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So for eight years, I heard that my grandma told us to fuck off. That my grandma went to go live to an El Paso and it told my told my mom that you guys live your life. This is why I get very personal when it comes to kids. Yeah. The, the you know grandma your grandma moved to El Paso and she told us to. For us to live our life and to not look for your other brothers and it is what it is. So when Mm -hmm. you have this lady walk up to your house out of the blue eight years later and says, hey, I've been looking for you guys for eight years. Where the hell have you guys been? 
I turned around and looked at my mom and I lost all respect for her that day. I was like 16 years old. I was like 16 years old. I lost all respect for her that day because why is it that you told us that my, my grandma didn't want anything to do with us, but yet, mijo, I've been looking for you guys for eight years. Where, where the hell you guys been? Now, she doesn't speak like that. She doesn't speak like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saying. But yeah, 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 yeah. when you're angry, that's how you hear it. And uh, yeah. so that's why it, I get very personal when it comes to kids. When yeah, it comes yeah. to the kids. Oh, like, yeah, you're, exactly. you're hurting the kids. Mm-hmm. You're not hurting me. Was I pissed off? Yes, I was pissed off. But you're not hurting me. You're hurting that kid. I saw his. I, I saw the look on his face, and that's what I told the mother of my kids. Hey, you know, Julie wanted to cry. And and she yeah. even she said, I don't I don't get it. I don't get. It. They want us to get along. They've been asking us to get along. Now we're finally getting along, and they have a problem with that. Now we're talking. They, I mean, her sister and her mom. Yeah. Her yeah. sister and her mom have a problem with us getting along, but that's what they've wanted for the past ten years. They wanted no drama. Yeah. The, the 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 world now, revolves better. When people get along. Yeah. Now, I got a question slash um, going to play a little devil's advocate here. Um, so do you think maybe in the past when there was issues <clears throat> that uh, maybe the sister asked baby mama, hey, can kids spend the night? And more as like a cop out, baby mama's like, oh, you know, Andy's not really comfortable you know, with that, I don't know. Well, so, here, here, so like instead of her saying, instead of her saying no to her sister, of like let's say when the kids were at um, baby mama's house, like in the past, do you think maybe like the sister did ask, like, hey, can since they're now with you for this weekend, can they come over at the house or stay the night at the house? And do you think maybe it's possible that baby mama was like instead of her just saying no? use kind of you as like as, as the like bad a guy out like yeah like oh you know andy oh i talked to andy he says he's not comfortable with that or andy doesn't want that something along those lines do you, do you think that's a possibility that could have happened it, you know what i mean even even the wife's like how, how, how much of the what your what your bobby's mama uh, how much of what your baby's mama said do you believe and i'm like well it's still 50 50 it's still 50 yeah, 50 okay. so yeah to go to your to your concern your question is like you're right did that was that ever brought up or whatever but why agree to letting the kid come over and then two, three days later change your mind and then make that an excuse? So my thing with that is I think it's more of just like um, <clears throat> like convenience. Because it's not like you and I, right, where we're like 20 minutes apart, you know. I That's, I think, going to be my theory right now. Is that it, That's what it sounds like is one. If there is an issue with you, that's going to be part of it as well, obviously. But I think also it's just the whole conveniency of it, of like, you know, like, oh, that sounds kind of far. So let me go ahead and use this now. Yeah. Now I, I committed to this, but I kind of want to do that anymore. So instead I'll say, oh, because of this happened in the past, I'm not going to do this no more. Yeah. So it could be also like a whole convenience thing. But at the end of the day. I just, at the, end of the, at the end of the day, you know, like I said, I saw my son's face and it hurt. It hurt. And yeah, you know, I I just that's the thing is that they should have she should have really thought that through before giving that answer, right? To yeah. baby mama or to you, you know, like hey, you know what? Let me talk to you know the cousin, the dad's mom, whoever. Let's figure things out first before I tell you, you know, an answer. So that way, you're not telling Jojo. He's not now super excited talking with the cousins days leading up. That man, we're gonna do this and this and this and this. It's gonna be all dope. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, something changes, minds are changed, and then now it's what they had planned comes crashing down. Yep. And so I think my message for this podcast is don't take it out on the kids. Yeah. Don't take it out on the kids. If yeah, no. you – like like example, and I, I don't want to go too long on this episode, but example – I was always told never say anything bad about their mom in front of the kids. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. And when you go to court, never say anything bad about the mom. Always make it about the kids. And so this is what like back in 
anger management classes where they told me this. Mm-hmm. And I never did. I mean, there's times where she did something shady and it pissed me off. And I said, fucking bitch, you know. But I catch yeah. myself. Or I would, you know, go and lock myself in the bathroom where nobody can hear me and be like, fucking throw a fucking uh, home alone mm. tantrum. Fuck it, fuck it, chicken, chicken, fuck it, chicken. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, I never really, you know, I'm not going to say I'm perfect and I never said anything. I, I know I, I probably made a comment here and there. But, you know, when she would do it and she would just, like I said, in front of, in front of you know, in front of the kids, they will all gather up in the, their kitchen table at the mom's house. I hate that kitchen table, bro. I, I, I hate mm-hmm. it. That That's just like the ground zero of gossiping i hate that table and cheese uh my central right there uh-huh at the at the, at the mom's That's house yeah cheese my central yeah cheese my central and uh they like i said they were run their mouth they were gossip they were talk about us and even after the fact that the mom said hey you know they're better off with you they would still you know do their thing gossip two-faced hypocrites bullshit where there's a picture on on facebook you search up the person's name and you'll find that picture. It's not blocked. You'll see it. It's Nicholas. It's 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 a group photo of all the grandkids of her grandkids, mm-hmm. and it's Nick. You see Nicholas's face. He had to have been. Oh man, ten, maybe ten years old, yeah. nine years old, mm-hmm. and he was pissed. In this photo, he is pissed. He is the only one in this photo not happy. When I got a glimpse of this photo, I asked him, Mijo, what happened, buddy? Why were you mad in this photo? And with tears in his eyes, he said, because my grandma, my mom, and my aunts just finished talking a bunch of stuff, a a bunch of bad stuff about you and mom, meaning my wife. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And little by little, the mom, the boy's, pretty much started losing respect for their mom. Yeah. Because you yeah. never badmouth the other parent in front of the kids. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Kids aren't stupid. They grow up on that. I mean, they, they realize once they learn right from wrong, they see that you don't do that. They see the person doing that. They realize, you know, yeah. they're not dumb. Yeah. They, they, they do realize, you know, how a person is from how you – let the yard compared to baby mama and <clears throat> whatever else is going on in the household. They understand what's going on. You know, they may not comprehend fully, but they understand, you know, you know what's going on. They can differentiate that right and wrong. You know, and that's and, why, and, and, and that's why they get mad and uncomfortable. And I, and I think a lot of it has to do with, um, a lot of it has to do with, with, um, I know they, they hated my wife for a long time because all these kids ever do is rave about her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, She's done everything right. They they call CPS on us, child protective services, one day because Julian had a tendency of trying to bite people. Like he was like, we first got him, he was like four or five, and he wanted to bite people. He wanted to bite people, and so my wife grabbed him like some kind of a hold that she learned in par- in a, in her um, parenting child development classes and shit. Mm-hmm. So she grabbed him and she kind of hold him until he stopped, and she held him until he stopped, and. Uh, I guess, I don't know if they mentioned that to the mom or whatever. Next couple of days, CPS comes over to the house. Child protection service comes over to the house. And they're like, hey, um, so we got a report that you guys, you know, your your wife hurt the child. I'm like, uh, okay, uh, sure. And, you know, Mrs. Martinez, can you show me what she did to the child that day? So my wife showed him. And even even the even the social worker was like impressed. Like, what did you learn that? And my wife's like, Oh, I did so many units of child development. And mm-hmm. they're like, Oh shit! All right, cool. No crime was committed. We're good. The kids vouch for the same story. No one said anything bad. Drop it. I actually told the social worker, "I'm like, look, this bullshit. This is a bullshit call. All she's doing is pissing off the kids. All she's doing is, you know, trying to hurt us." in that way and you know it's it's it's, it's bullshit it's games it's games they're wasting your time yeah. they're wasting your time they're wasting my time you know all you guys are doing is scaring my kids and exactly. it's, it's ridiculous yeah. and uh so she called her back and she told her look lady 
Nothing, no crime was committed. Children are safe. And uh, if we continue to get reports like this, we're going to take the kids away from both of you. From both of you. And that's what I'm saying. If, if, that's what I'm saying. If you're reporting him, he's reporting you, and, you know, then we're, we're going to take the kids away from both of you. End of story. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, the CBS call stopped because it was a couple calls before that last one. We got a couple mm-hmm. calls. And it's like childish games, man. Childish games. Don't yeah, hurt the kids. And that's what I'm saying, you know. No, the, and that's the people that end up getting hurt. You know, it's is it inconvenient for you and they, mom, and everyone? Yeah, of course, you know. But the people that really kind of have a long-term effect from it is going to be the kids. And that's that's another thing yeah. that I that's another thing that I pointed out to the mother of my kids, and I'm like, remember when we went to court? We went to court to get your supervised visits lifted. Your supervisor was your mom, which kind of hypocrite or kind of bias because it's your mom. She's not going to report any bad yeah. doings. So the boy, the children. I'm going to say children because it wasn't just the boys; it was also my daughter. Expressed their feelings express what it was like to have these visits or during these visits, what these visits were like with grandma supervising the mediator. Since the kids were too little to go on the witness stand, the mediator did it for them. So when they asked the mediator to express the feelings or or express how the children felt, let's just say grandma didn't like what she heard and she left the courtroom. And that's what I told the mother. That's what I told the mother of my kids. Remember that. Do you remember that day? She goes, holy shit, right, exactly. The kids don't like to be around your grandmother because they don't like the negativity that comes from her. You got yeah. you to gotta eliminate your kids from negativity. You got to eliminate them from negativity. It doesn't matter who it is. I eliminated myself from my mom and my brothers for a long time because I felt that they were holding me down. I felt that they were negative and I just, I don't need this. Mm-hmm. And I mean... I'm not going to do the same thing that, that that happened to me. I let my my mom see my my kids. It, it, you know, I'm not going to. Yeah, of course, yeah. Not going to do the same to them. But I see that what people don't understand. Again, listen to this. What people don't understand is that eventually, the truth will come out. Kids will see the truth, and. If the sister intends to put the blame on me on why her cousin didn't come over, or why why Julian's cousin didn't come over, then eventually that truth will come out, and that child will only have a will only disrespect his mom. He will not be happy with his mom. Mm-hmm. The same thing goes for Julian. Yeah. Julian is like, well, you know, why is my aunt being like that? Mijo, those are answers that you're gonna have to figure out later on. Yeah, you know, so point of the story: if you have problems with your baby daddy, oh, again, real quick, I reached out to one of my my brother's exes because she has a kid. My my brother has a kid. I never met the kid. I sent her. I sent her a message. Hey, you know, I am so and so, and you know, your so-and-so's baby mama and that's that's technically my nephew if there's anything you need let me know you know we can provide it for him blah 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 she responded like such a bitch that i'm like block forget it never mind yeah Yeah. never mind so and that's the point right you did your part hey they don't want boom moral of the story people if you're having a problem with your baby daddy, your baby mama, don't punish the children. Let them see their grandparents. Let them see their cousins. Let them see their uncles and aunts. That is not their fault. You and baby mama, you and baby daddy didn't get along. Yeah. I I, I tried and I tried and I tried. And I went, would go out of my way. I would drive the kids to Oxnard. Hey, senora, I'm in Oxnard. You want to see the kids? We're here. I tried. I'm at the point where now I let the boys decide what they want to do. If they don't want to go over there, deuces, whatever. I'm cool with that. At the end of the day, Mm -hmm. my boys know that their dad tried. So, again, repeating myself, come on. Don't punish your children for your petty bullshit. Yeah. 
No, I mean, I agree. I mean, couldn't have said it more. You're always living through it. I just see it on more of a secondhand, in, um, from a secondhand perspective of different relationships that I go through when people call for, hey, you know, different reasons of police matter that is not even police matters or civil, but, you know, I, I do see it. And a lot of times talking to you, actually, I give them a lot of advice that you give me, you know, and it's unfortunately a lot of it's kind of like the same mindset that they're upset at this person and they think by, you know, hurting them, you know, that that that's the where that's their way of, of getting back at them and later on from what i've seen from what i've been told that it all it really affects more is just you know the kid involved the children those are the only ones that really end up <clears throat> kind of taking that loss it's not the parent so like you said you know if you still don't have to be best friends you don't have to get along you don't have to talk every day it's just you know be a co-parent meaning you know like you said, don't talk negative about the other person. You know, let them do their thing. Let them both let you both be parents in your both respective ways. You know, and that's yep. it. Last word from me before I end the podcast was our very first our very first court appearance. I didn't see my kids for like three weeks, and that was one of my concerns that I brought up to the judge. And I will always remember what the judge said. He told he told her. Just because you had him, just because you had them, doesn't mean they're yours. He has every right to see his children just as much as you do. Mm -hmm. That quote, remember me if you ever go to court, people. Remember me if you're taking, if you are keeping your children from their dad. That is exactly what the judge is going to tell you. They are just as much as his as they are yours. Mm-hmm. But like I end every yep. podcast, thank you for running with me. Thanks for having me, Andy. All right, buddy. Thank you for listening to Ride With Me, the Flat Tire Andy podcast. You can also listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean.